Welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. Today, we're going to continue on the series Embracing Your Unique Self, and we're going to focus a lot on loving yourself and not asking for validation. These are two of the biggest parts that I think we struggle with today. And I don't think it's a gender thing or an age thing. I think everybody at times struggles with loving themselves in the way that they need and not seeking validation for who they are or choices they've made or um, a lifestyle they're choosing to live. And this is where um, I, I tend to stray a little bit away from, you know, what, um, what maybe the world thinks, uh, you know, because I think, um, you being you and loving yourself is how the world learns to love you. But if you don't love you, if you don't set the bar and insist, demand, require that everybody meet it or exceed it, then you're never going to feel accepted and loved because people don't know how to do that if you don't do that. And that is um, a learned thing, I think. I, I don't think anybody grows up in a perfect world, in a perfect home where they always feel loved and accepted. I mean, you know, our daughter was raised in a home with, you know, as an only child, she had all of our time and devotion and that of the family. I mean, literally, I remember one year, I don't know, was she in sixth or seventh grade? Anyway, she was singing in a choir performance. And, you know, when your kids are in middle school and elementary school, all the things are during the week, in the evening, you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock or whatever. And one of her aunts um, got off from work and drove almost two hours to hear her sing for 15 minutes, got back in her truck and drove two hours home. That is the kind of everyday things that happened for her. But it doesn't mean she's always loved herself. And so there's no perfect formula. There's no perfect way of raising people because I will say, I feel like her dad and I did a fantastic job loving her, but that doesn't mean she's always loved her because, you know, naturally they compare themselves to other people. They're prettier, they're smarter, they're talent, they're more talented. They can, you know, do this, that, or the other better than me. And that's, you know, I think part of growing up, you're learning to challenge yourself and some people just get a little carried away in the challenging of themselves, even if it's just on a mental level where they never feel like they are good enough, doing enough, are, are right, are smart enough. Um, you know, they're making enough money, they're making enough effort, they're working hard enough. It, you know, it's just never enough. And so when that happens, you forget how to love yourself. You forget what it is you need to feel loved. And you can't always be different if you don't love yourself enough. And you need to learn to love yourself enough um, and put your needs at the top as often as you put other people's needs. If you're spending all of your time thinking of others first, uh, you will end up adjusting 
who you are and what you need. And by default, suddenly you're not loving yourself enough and you have to put yourself first occasionally. Um, in fact, you know, our daughter, we sent her to a private Christian school for high school and they used to teach joy, Jesus first, then others, then yourself. And that is fine for 99% of the time. But then there's that 1% where you have to come first, even if it's just to take time for you. Uh, you know, if you, for example, you know, need the beach and the ocean to zen out and feel complete, well, then you have to come first that day. That day that, you know, your choices are mowing the grass or painting a, you know, a new room or whatever, or doing for yourself and going to the beach. Sometimes the beach just has to come first. Sometimes you have to come first. And when you start learning to prioritize your mental, spiritual, physical health first, then you are in a better position to do for others. It's kind of like the, uh, when they're doing the safety thing on airplanes, they tell you, put your mask on first, then others. They joke, put your mask on first, then your favorite kid next. But, you know, really it's so that you can help others. You cannot continue to outpour to other people without putting to yourself. You know, if you look at it, um, I look at it like a gas tank or a checking book, you know, things that you can physically see. And if you're continuously writing out checks or pouring out gas to do for others, at some point, if you don't do for you or somebody doesn't do for you, they're not making a deposit into your love tank, a deposit into your energy tank, your gas tank, you're going to run out and not be able to do. So if you want to continue to do for others, you have to sometimes do for you, whatever that is. I used to, and I still have it, but I have a, a webpage, um, not today, Satan. And for years, every day I posted some sort of encouragement to that. And it got to where it became a job and not a fun job that I love and not a volunteer job that I love, but it became taxing and draining. It was just one more thing I had to do in my already extraordinarily busy life. And I finally had to love me enough to let it go. Now I post very rarely to that because it's not serving its purpose for me. It was draining on me, my time, my energy, my spirits, my health, my heart, my head, because it was just like something always on my freaking to-do list. And I had to learn to love me and make me a priority. And so that's what you have to do. You need to learn to love you, make you a priority. Don't be sorry if what you need is a hot bath and a glass of wine, you know, once a week or every day or every Saturday or whatever it is, whatever it is you need, don't be apologetic. Don't be sorry. Don't compromise. You need this so that you can continue to do for others. You know, mothers are probably, I would say the worst about that. We 
do our children first and our spouses and, you know, we forget to do for ourselves, or we feel bad if we carve out that time to do for ourselves. But you have to remember in order to be the best mom you can be, you have to be mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically healthy too. And so don't be sorry because that's part of how you can be your best you, whether it's you take an hour to go to the gym. You know, I wished I had learned that earlier in my life. Uh, when I was in my twenties and we had a young daughter, I wished I had learned then how important it would be to prioritize my physical health. Um, because that would have gone a long way towards teaching her to prioritize her physical health. But more importantly than that, it would have also shown her that it's okay to do for you and love you. And so while I was busy loving on her and her dad was busy loving on her and her family was busy loving on her, we as a whole were not teaching her to love on her. We were just teaching her other people to love on you. And so that's part of how you learn to love you is to do for you and do it without an apology, without a justification, without seeking validation. Nobody else should give you the validation you need to be different other than yourself. Repeat that again. Nobody else should give you the validation you need to be different other than yourself. You are the only one who can validate your uniqueness, your difference, your needs. And you know what those are. You know what your body needs, whether it's your spiritual, your emotional, your physical, you know what you need. And if you don't need the drama or the constant go, go, go. In fact, um, I know a lady who she has actually said, you know, she's got four kids and they're teenagers now from, you know, uh, ninth grade all the way into college. But when they were coming up, she said, no, they don't need to be busy all the time. She knew what she and her family needed. So while all of their peers are on the rat race, filling every day with every possible extracurricular, whether it was tennis lessons or cooking lessons or piano lessons or, you know, Hebrew lessons or whatever it was, she knew that she and possibly they needed downtime. They needed time to veg out in front of the TV or to just read a book or to take a nap. And she embraced that uniqueness. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do. Embrace what you need. Stop seeking validation or approval from people for doing what's right and best for you. You know what you need. And asking other people's approval would just mean you didn't have confidence in yourself. You lack the self-confidence and esteem to be different, to be you, to do what is unique to you. And so, you know, the purpose of this week is to really encourage you to love yourself without justification or validation. Just be you. Do for you what you need to do so that you can continue to do for others the way you love to do for them. 
whether it's cooking or cleaning or volunteering or donating or reading or just being, you know, the best mom or husband in the world, you still need to do for you what, what you need. And you know what that is, whether it's a nap every Sunday afternoon or whether it's to, you know, once a week, you know, order in or go out to dinner so that you don't have to cook and you can have that time to just, ah, okay, well, that was nice. I didn't have to do dishes after supper, whatever it is, but learning to love you without validation, without justification is learning self-confidence, learning your, um, what you need to have a positive self-esteem, uh, to be different in a world that convinces you that you aren't enough, because that is what is happening in this world. Everybody is comparing everybody to everybody else. And suddenly you're not feeling like you're enough. You're not seen, you're not heard. You are seen. You need to see you first. If you see you, Others will learn to see you. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen instantly. It's going to take some adjustment. It's going to take some ebb and flow to life. But one of the ways that I learned this, um, and it's probably been about 10 years now, is I started doing for me. I love Zumba. It's a great exercise, but it was just great fun. And I always felt guilty taking time away from my family. And finally, one day I just, you know, for lack of a better term, grew a pair and decided, you know what, I'm going, I'm going and I'm not going to be sorry. I'm not going to be sorry about the money that I'm spending on Zumba. I'm not going to be sorry about the time away where I'm not spending it with my husband or my daughter. I'm not cleaning the house or, you know, whatever it is, because all those things will still be there. And I went And I had so much fun and it, you know, really it started an addiction, uh, because Zumba was so much fun. I ended up, you know, getting licensed to teach and then it was another addiction because I got all the licenses, but I had so much fun. And if I hadn't grown a pair and finally decided I was going to do for me and not say, I'm sorry, not ask for permission, not ask, is it okay if I take this time away to do something for myself? If I just didn't go and do, we might not be where we are today, but because I finally had, you know, confidence in myself to just do it, be like Nike, just do it. I learned to love myself. That's my goal for you guys this week. Listen, make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Have a good one, everybody.